0: Hello and welcome. I'm Manali Hirani, your host and creator of Fertility Education, shortly named as Fertility Ed. I launched this podcast with a mission, which is to educate people and share my knowledge about the subject of fertility. And by doing this, I believe that it will empower women to make an informed decision of their sex life and future family planning. And I'm pretty excited to bring you my next episode of podcast, Just to introduce myself again, I am a certified embryologist, hypnotherapist, natural family planning practitioner and your fertility advisor and I have had my presence in this field for over 10 years now and I am using this platform to share my knowledge, experience and empower you on your next step regarding fertility. I will be covering a range of topics through my podcast episode which will educate you further to understand your own body and this broad field. And if you are one of those who are suffering from infertility, I want to tell you that you are not alone in this journey. And as a fertility advisor, I will try my best to educate you so we can keep your fertility health up to the mark. So let's learn, empower and inspire. Right then, here we go. Welcome to the biology class of human reproductive physiology. Let's get back to the basics. Refresh your knowledge once again with fertility education. Today, I will be talking about the male and female reproductive system. I am sure many of you might have had this biology class of human reproductive system. But as we grow up and with the time, we forget things. Though we are still aware of some common terms such as vagina, uterus, penis, but we forget their role in our system. So today... I will be taking you through the basics so that you get familiar with terms and their roles and learn some more new terms. This self-knowledge encourages women to value and trust the information provided by their own body. Now, doctors are expert in women's physiology. So, it only makes sense women tend to turn to doctors rather than themselves to interpret their bodies. Well, this reliance on physicians would be understandable. If the knowledge the doctor possessed about women's cycle is like some mystery or some very difficult to understand to the general public. But it's not. This is basic fertility, not any brain surgery. In reality, this information is quite simple and not a mystery. So today, I'm going to talk about human reproductive biology, which will give you a good basic understanding of the things that I'll be talking about in future episodes as well. So let's start. Do you know, the conception of a baby really begins with the conception of that baby's mother? Bit confusing, right? I'll explain. Female fetus have oocytes in their own ovaries well before birth, just like we have other organs. These oocytes will eventually mature in eggs. At birth, a baby girl roughly has 1-2 to two millions of oocytes. But by the time she has her first period, only 300,000 of them are left. Those immature eggs just hang out in the ovary until puberty. And when a girl hit puberty, this is the point when they start taking turns for ripening and then bursting out of their follicles, which we call as ovulation. Hundreds of oocytes start maturing each month, but only one egg gets to release through ovulation. Rest of them? are reabsorbed by the body. So now, do you realize that every single one of us resided inside our maternal grandmother uterus even before our own mother was born? And this is not the case with male fetus. Male fetus in which sperms are more like about short-term. So practically speaking, when a mother was just a fetus inside her mother, she had already developed all her egg and one of them eventually became you. And if one day you are lucky enough to get pregnant with a girl, imagine being able to look down at your belly and ponder the fact that you are carrying a physical part of your future grandchildren inside you. Isn't this interesting? Now, this is the major difference between male and female anatomy pertains to when the sex cells are developed. As girls, are born with all the eggs whereas men don't produce sperm until adolescence and then they keep continuing producing sperm until they die. Now for male when they hit puberty their testicle starts producing sperm. Roughly around three months before their first ejaculation testicle starts producing sperm. Every single day millions of sperms are produced. Every single minute roughly 5,000 sperms are produced. It only takes 48 hours to produce sperm and then another 2 weeks for them to get mature and store in testicles until they are called for ejaculation. So in one ejaculation, around 40 to 200 million sperms are being released. Whereas for female, only one egg once a month. Isn't it interesting? Hope you are with me so far. Before we move forward, let me remind you the difference between male and female fertility again. Male are fertile all the time since we know sperm is a daily basis. Whereas a female is fertile only a few days per cycle since an egg is released only once a cycle and that too at a specific time. Male do not develop any sperm until puberty whereas female is born with all the eggs they will ever have which makes male fertile from puberty until death, where female is only fertile from puberty until menopause, which is around the age of 50. I hope you're with me so far. Not all, but most women do have a little bit of idea of the exact anatomy of their reproductive system, if not in detail at least. However, let me talk through it. The female reproductive system is composed of two ovaries, right and left, where eggs are being produced. From each ovary runs a tube called fallopian tube. This opens into the cavity of the uterus and the lower end of the uterus is known as cervix which further opens into the vagina. I hope you are getting it so far. Okay, let me repeat. The female reproductive system is composed of two ovaries, right and left where eggs are being produced from each ovary runs a tube called fallopian tube which opens into the cavity of the uterus and the lower end of the uterus is known as cervix which opens into the vagina now after ovulation when egg is released from the ovary it is picked up by fallopian tube and then it reaches to uterus where fetus developed if there is a pregnancy and for the pregnancy the timing should be right. Like an egg is on its way down a fallopian tube, sperms are swimming up and whichever wins the race and has all required skills gets to fertilize with the egg. This will happen within a few hours of ovulation if it has to happen. This union of egg and sperm creates embryo By the time they reach from the fallopian tube to the uterus and nestles down in the thick lining of uterus, which is called as endometrium, which will nourish its development. All through this process, the sperm, the egg, the embryo, all of them are created to a dancing tune of a cascade of hormones. I hope you are getting it so far and not overwhelmed with all the information that I am giving right now. Moving forward. The uterus is a pear-shaped organ with a thick muscular wall which has the capability of expanding 5 times its normal size to accommodate a growing baby in pregnancy and during childbirth. The muscular portion must generate enough force to push infant out their birth canal, and then it takes around 45 days to get back to its normal size and shape. How amazing things our body can do. Wow! The cavity of uterus has a lining known as endometrium. This lining nourishes and protects the newly fertilized egg. It has a vital function in sustaining a pregnancy. Therefore, it must be in a good condition. And to ensure this, it is completely changing in each cycle. When there is no pregnancy, the endometrium lining shed off. And that phase, we call it as a menstruation or periods and then again in next cycle it starts building up. Now this timing of cyclical buildup and disintegration of endometrium coincides with the release of an egg or ovum. When an egg is ready to be fertilized the endometrium in the uterus will also get ready to receive a fertilized egg for implantation and this all roughly takes six days after the ovulation. But if egg is not fertilized and there is no pregnancy, this endometrium will shed off. The cycle goes every month and this is how menstruation begins. And this will be my topic of next episode, phases of menstruation and hormones. Moving forward, now about sperm and egg survival. Your know, sperm may survive in female reproductive tract for up to 72 hours in presence of fertile mucus. Well, longer survival time has been recorded for up to 5 days, whereas for an egg, it has a lifespan for only 12-24 to hours. Thus, the timing after ovulation, during which the ovum can be fertilized, is quite short. This says, how crucial is timing in planning a pregnancy? In my upcoming episode, I am going to talk about all the timings and calculation of fertile window, irrespective. You are planning a pregnancy or not. Do not miss that episode. Well, this was all about female reproductive organs. Now male. The male reproductive system is composed of two testicles, just like we had two ovaries. From each testis runs a tube that opens into urethra. The urethra is a tube which runs through penis, which has two roles, one To convey urine from the bladder to outside and second to ejaculate sperm from testis to outside. This rhythmic muscular contraction of the tube leading from the testis to the outside help to expel the fluid with some force during ejaculation. The male urethra forms a common pathway for semen and urine. There is, however, a complex valve system that ensures the function of urination and sexual activity leading to ejaculation cannot take place simultaneously. These testes are contained in a special pouch of skin that is known as scrotum. The scrotum hangs outside the body, as we know. And why is that? That is because the testes must be at a temperature which is slightly lower than the rest of the body to produce sperm cells efficiently if the temperature is too high or too low it will adversely affect the sperm cells production scrotum plays a crucial role in regulating the required temperature if the temperature is too high the scrotum will sweat and relax its muscle layer so the surface area expands and when the temperature is too low the muscle contract the muscle layer we contract and draw the testes. In closer to the warmth of the body and the interference with the normal temperature regulating mechanism is one of the contributing factors to male fertility problems those men who are working in a particularly high temperature or wearing excessively tight clothing may show a lower sperm count sperms are produced in testers at ejaculation sperms are propelled from the tube into the urethra where they join seminal fluid This fluid helps helps them in the preservation and nourishment of the sperm cells. A healthy male ejaculates around 3.5 ml semen at a time. 1 ml semen contains approximately 60 to 120 million sperms. But only 3,000 to 500 healthy sperm reaches the egg and only one sperm can enter the egg after which the penetration of another sperm is not possible. The time required for sperm to travel from cervix to the fallopian tube is around an hour. However, the length of the time sperm can survive is directly related to the where a woman is in her cycle. If a woman is nowhere near ovulation and is therefore not fertile, the sperm won't survive more than several hours. However, if she is approaching ovulation and has a wet quality of cervical fluid, sperm can live up to 5 days. By now, I hope you have understood the basic apparatus of the body's reproductive system and their significant difference between men and women's fertility and sexuality. Interestingly, there are distinct similarities between male and female reproductive anatomy. Just as women develop egg in their ovaries, men produce sperm in their testes. And as just woman egg is drawn into fallopian tube, a man's sperm travel through a tube called vasodifference. An ovum can stay alive for 24 hours after ovulation. The sperm can live for a few hours up to a few days depending upon the phase of menstrual cycle the woman is in. So, this is all I have for you today. Hope you enjoy it. Take home a fair bit of knowledge and thank you so much for listening. I would highly appreciate if you can please leave your reviews, feedback, suggestions and questions if you have any. I would love to hear from you. So you can drop us an email on info at fertilityed.com. You can also follow me on Instagram, Facebook and YouTube on the name of Fertility Ed. I would urge you to share this knowledge among your friends and relatives, be it girls or boys. It doesn't matter, just spread the word and awareness. And yeah, don't forget to subscribe. See you next time. Until then, stay fertile, stay healthy. Bye-bye.